Hey y'all, welcome to Ramdino Hiking and the Appalachian Trail Podcast. I'm your host, Ramdino. Thanks for joining me to build the hiker community, support the AT through hikers, and to hear about trail news, hiking gear, section hikes, trail personalities, and all things trail. For a video version of this podcast, check out my YouTube channel, Ramdino Roaming the Trails. Now, let's get to walking and talking trails. Hey y'all, Ramdino here. Well, it has been a long time since I put out any content, did an update for you, and where have I been? Well, to begin with, I want to say thank you to everybody that reached out to me and wanted to check on me to make sure that everything was fine, that there wasn't any kind of problems. I have not had any kind of problems. The only problem that I had that you might could say is a problem uh, is uh, I was in Vermud for about a week, and, uh, and that was over two weekends. So, Come along and I, we went up to Vermont and we hiked up there, rained every day, hiked in the rain, rocks, uh, you name it. Um, it was there, everything except a normal trail. So I'll be putting those videos out, coming out here real soon. We'll be going, doing another section, uh, continuing on north, uh, down south in Virginia, where we left off last. I haven't put those videos out yet, but I'll be putting them out because I like to get my section hike videos out before I do my next section. And so I got about four weeks to get those out to you. So I'll be working on those. Thanks for everybody checking on me, make sure I was okay. Also, uh, I had to, my daughter graduated with her BSN. So she's passed her state board. She's now officially an RN. So props out there to Millie Mac for doing such a good job and really busting it for four years in school and, and studying hard for the NCLEX and she passed. So I had to go move her from her college uh, apartment into her career apartment. So she's getting ready to start her job in the next couple of weeks. And so looking forward to that. But that took up a weekend. And then this past weekend, we had a terrible storm move through that knocked out power, knocked out Internet. And the Internet's been kind of intermittent this week. So I wasn't able to do anything this week. And then, of course, still got the Matrix. I still work full time, more than full time, work two jobs. And so it just has uh, been catching up from where we were going. So just, just wasn't able to get it out. But in any case, I'm getting this out now. And so let's get on and talk about what's going on out there, the AT community and the Appalachian Trail through hikers. So in a hurry is around Gorham, New Hampshire and says the other half of the happy married couple, in a hurry, has come to his senses and he has gotten off the trail. So uh, she also says for those coming behind in behind New Hampshire. She says that New Hampshire is the hardest yet, and it has the rocks of Pennsylvania, the mud of Vermont, and the bugs of New Jersey, and the slippery cliffs of New York. So, gee, I don't, she doesn't make that sound too appetizing, does she? But in any case, that's what she's telling us, so be careful up there. She also says she's lost a bunch of weight. She's lost as much weight as her whole loaded pack. So she figures right now she's walking practically packless. Uh, she did have to order a replacement hip belt, a smaller hip belt. So she's had a lot of success with the AT diet and AT meal plan. So congratulations to her. Trail Angel Sherry and Funkster, they have entered the Shenandoah National Park. Goob has made it to Delaware Water Gap and says the rocks of northern Pennsylvania have really beaten up his feet. Did say that the water sources have been mostly dry through there, but he's run into some water caches and that's been a real blessing. So 
hopefully those will continue to be there, but you've got to beat the ATC and the trail maintainers that are in lockstep with the ATC. You've got to beat them to those water caches or they'll be pulling them. Sev, uh, summoning Katahdin on the 20th to complete the Nobo portion of his flip, and he'll be heading back to Delville to hike the last 731.8 miles to go, and then he's hoping to finish somewhere around August 7th or 8th. Uh, Huck was here, is in Massachusetts. The Bakos, they are now in Massachusetts. Yak is in New York. He says the mosquitoes have been terrible in the past weeks, but he is back on the trail now. Took uh, about three days off to go to New York City and be with his sons, hang out with them. Now that he's gotten back on, he's been dealing with a nasty stomach virus. Uh, and he said he's, he's also been on the AT diet, whether he wanted to or not. A little concerned that he's lost 23 pounds of weight down from 166 to 143. So that's, uh, you know, wasn't really that heavy to begin with. So be careful. Stay healthy out there, folks. Bandit, he's in northern New York, and he may be out of New York by now. The Drifters and Hun, their last update to me, they were in northern New Hampshire. They are probably in Maine. Uh, Tunis is in New York, and he is north of the Hudson. Mad Rat, Shuttle, Mohawk, Will, Mustache Will, Nacho, and Caveman, they are in New York. They're still looking to summit Katahdin somewhere around September 15th through the 18th. And they were at the Warwick Drive-In for a special treat talk a little bit more about the work drive in here in just a minute but they said they had somewhere around 30 hikers hanging out there and camping for free they all signed the hiker log and pop up the guy who works there said that mohawk wheel was number 800 for this week so that's 800 folks that the work drive in 800 hikers that they have given free tents to and allowed them to watch movies and we'll talk about them a little further here in just a little bit uh, Sugar is done with the whites and on domain. Lusters reported to me Saturday's back on trail and did the half gallon challenge with Nate and Tupac, and they're going to be passing through Bowling Springs, probably already through there, and they are uh, probably already through Duncannon, Pennsylvania as well. Buttercups, she reported uh, to me Friday that she had completed 800 miles and is in the whites. Bilbo's in Maine, is on track to summit August 5th, so that's this upcoming week. Hillbilly, he's in Connecticut as of this past Thursday. Reroute, Underdog and Tractor, they are through the notch and continuing on. Fenway's in the whites. The Blazing Bakers are in the whites. Runway's in the whites and says it's very challenging. Dingo uh, says that the, it is dry from Palmerton to Wind Gap, but they had a little bit of trail magic and some water caches there. Said that really made a difference. Uh, Luna says everything is wonderful. And sadly, she and her group are leaving New York today and into Connecticut. They said they're going to miss the delis in New York for sure. Crusoe, he is over Mount Washington. Uh, the Drifters, they have made it over the presidentials. They summoned Mount Washington in a total whiteout condition. Said visibility was somewhere around 20 feet with 50-mile-an-hour winds. Eee. Went over the Wildcats and the Carters yesterday, and today made it to Gorham. So they're going to pick up a four-day supply and continue on. They should be in Maine on Saturday or Sunday. So I had a few people that have gotten off here as of late. Ewok is off and rehabbing. Not sure of the current condition, but she uh, probably is not going to be coming back. She got had to be rescued off Deer Leap, and she hurt something coming down the trail just north of the end at the Long Trail. Said she stepped down with her right leg and felt something tear in her left knee. 
So she had to be evac'd off the trail from the trailhead with some hikers helping her down to the trailhead. Roll Tide and Yogi, also known as the Brits, they are off due to the passing of her brother and are on their way back and are, and are in fact, back in Alabama now. So I actually got another update from them a little while ago. And so, of course, um, that's rough uh, for anybody. And, uh, you know, whatever you do, if you pray out there, send them your prayers and blessings. Uh, if you just do uh, good wishes, then do that for them as well but let them know you're behind them. They didn't really indicate about, you know, if they were going to be able to hike or not. And really now is not time to be worried about hiking. Now's the time to be worried about their family there. So if we see you out there, Brits, then we look forward to it. But otherwise, please take care of each other. Look after your family. And, and are certainly are my prayers and my blessings go out to you. Outlaw is off due to breaking her leg and wrist coming off the last rock down at the Pinkham Notch. Legend's off due to an ongoing injury, just could not work through that, and so Legend got off, and then the vintage hikers have gotten off in New Hampshire. So we had the summits, a lot of folks summiting. This is getting to be summit season now. Bubbles are coming in to uh, Maine right now and northern New Hampshire, so we're going to be having more and more folks summited, so, and, and there has been more than this. Uh, I obviously don't keep up with everybody that's out there uh, but uh, Travis Beats he summited after hiking 190 miles with a broken hand and then went down the knife edge trail back down off of Baxter Peak there so uh, congratulations to him uh, that's just crazy to have a broken hand for 190 miles but in any case that certainly shows perseverance just a farmer he is summited Whisper summited. He started his hike February 24th and summited on July 22nd. Captain America, he summited with his brother, Oops a Daisy, who he picked up in the 100 Mile Wilderness. And then he also summited with through hikers Rapture, Yak Track, Pneumonia, and Skeeter. Kitchen Sink has summited. Birdman summited, and he also was on the AT diet and lost a tremendous amount of weight as well. Bam and Hero, they summited, and they are the couple that was hiking for hunger. Allie Sylvester summited, summited, and Mike and Kathy have summited. So last count of the last summit registration I saw was 155, although I had somebody report in that it was much higher than that. So if you have summited, send, us, send me your summit pictures. We want to feature you and call your name out there and show your summit picture and celebrate with you. Also, uh, I'd like to know what your summit number was. So you can just tell me or send me a picture of your summit card, whatever it is, so that we can keep track of how many Nobos have summited. So some trail news out there. Hopefully by now you've heard that Max Patch is closed to all camping for the next two years. So through hiker, section hiker, don't matter. Max Patch is closed to all camping. So you can still go up there, but you cannot camp up there. So they had a complete fiasco that looked like something out of Woodstock up there a couple months back when people were still trying to escape the cities for COVID. And they went up there and the whole place was just inundated with um, people really that, you know, a lot of, I guess, not the, I don't want to say it's disparaging, but Walmart gear, so really heavy gear, obviously people that were not typical hikers. Uh, a lot of that gear was left behind, coolers, food, trash, poop, 
toilet paper, fire, new fire rings were made, a lot of damage was done up there. And so the Forest Service had been working for a couple of years trying to work with people to you know, limit the new trails that were made up there across the top. And unfortunately, it's, it's just not been working to trying to do the best to stop the damage that was occurring up there. And so the only way they knew know to do that now is just to shut down the camping up there, let that place have an opportunity to recover. So you can still go up there to watch the sunrise or sunset. You know, they are still leaving it um, open. So you can go, it's closed one hour after sunset and open one hour before sunrise. So you can still see sunset and sunrise. You just can't see them from your tent. The flood that closed the trail in Massachusetts, that section of the trail has reopened. Just understand there's probably going to be a lot of mud, and anytime there's flooding somewhere, it's going to be really deep sediment, really loose sediment, mud, sand, uh, probably going to be some trees and stuff like that up there. So just keep that in mind in that area, and that's around the section of the AT in Massachusetts there, around Nobo Mile 1523. Uh, to Nobel Mile 1524, which is the Route 7 to Kellogg Road, and then also the Hot Brook section in Tearingham, which is around the Ju Jerusalem Road and a Tearingham Main Road. So that's Nobel Mile 1543 to Nobel Mile 1544. So the bubble is getting spread out this time of year, as well as inter intermixing with some subo hikers and you know people coming down and of course we as usual you always have your second hikers and day hikers out there and uh but it looks like there's a pretty good bit uh pretty centralized section of the bubble that's in somewhere from massachusetts to northern new hampshire and still a pretty good bit good sized bubble that is in new york so it typically further north you go the longer in the year it gets spread out instead of one big tight compact bubble or few tight compact bubbles it gets spread out like this and that's to be expected uh smoke smell that everybody has been mentioning that smoke is not necessarily coming from uh, fires that are nearby if you're out there on the trail in the new england states you know that there's probably not any fires going because it's been so wet we were it's been the wettest year in the past 120 years is my understanding there so that's why everything's so muddy why the trail sometimes is the water source and why it can just be absolutely miserable out there experienced it firsthand so but the smoke smell is coming from uh, when it doesn't rain to knock it down it's coming from the fires in california so california hadn't had the rain they've got terrible drought conditions out there terrible fires going on out there just a uh, hundreds of fires going and that smoke will wind its way here and i've actually seen it here in north carolina walking out in the woods when we haven't had the rain to knock it down it has been smoky out in the woods and that's where it's coming from uh, whispers our northern correspondent he says the recent rain has really done wonders to recharge the aquifers and the dry water sources there particularly in the whites and he says that the water sources have moved a thousand vertical feet from what they were last year during the drought so there's that means that there's water sources a thousand feet in elevation higher than what there was last year so that's a good thing because there's so many ridge walks through the whites and through new hampshire and there that it's good that the water has moved up so people don't have to go down and get the water and then he also indicates that the amc huts are back to normal uh, so uh, they are having things like leftovers you you can 
purchase a stay there. You can purchase food there, but they are not doing work for stay. So they have leftovers, especially at breakfast there, and you can purchase all they have to eat for like five bucks. And typically they have quite a bit. I, you know, they, because it's difficult to get food up there and difficult to get resources there, everything has to be packed in then they would probably do a really good job of making sure they don't cook too much. They only cook enough for the folks that are staying there. However, they also know that there's hungry through hikers out there. So I think they cook a little more. They have leftovers from them. Uh, Runway posted that the AMC huts there that you could have breakfast for $5 each and coffee was a dollar. And there was enough there that six of them feasted on the leftovers and some of the hikers that were with her was voicemail, Captain, and Proton. So she she also had bought her an AMC pass. So she with that pass, you get like uh, two pastries and a bowl of soup at participating huts there. So she got her some uh, coffee and got her some applesauce cake along with the leftovers. And so she was fueled and ready for the day. And uh, that worked out good for her. She said that she bought her AMC pass her first night in the whites for 10 bucks. And what that gets you is the free bowl of soup and two free pastries at participating huts. It also gets a 50% discount off merchandise and shelter overnight stays. And by shelters, we mean backcountry shelters. You do have to pay for some backcountry shelters up there. So instead of the 10 bucks, she was paying $5 for them uh, because some of those shelters, uh, they do have caretakers at them. And then some trail angels out there that I wanted to just mention. Uh, Malcolm, who has been helping Spineless Cougar, they were joined by Gravy Train, and they were doing some trail magic around the Peru-Vermont area, and they indicated they had over 40 hikers one day stop by. So that's very cool. Appreciate those guys helping out Spineless Cougar. And then uh, also Mad Rat, who we talked about before, was at the Warwick Theater. Uh, he indicated that the Warwick Theater there is about two miles off of the trail, but very much worth the walk. Uh, he says that uh, it's at the point you're still hiking in New Jersey, but shortly after the Warwick Theater, like three and a, mile, three and a half miles north on the AT, you cross full-time into New York. Uh, he said that the drive-in uh, gives, you, know, you can, if you're a through-hiker there, you get the, they'll let you camp for free. You can watch the movies for free, and they'll even give you an FM radio so you can hear the sound of the music. So, you know, driving theaters now, they, back in my day, they had a speaker they hung on the side of the car. Now you can listen to it through your radio, through your FM radio in your car. Well, because hikers don't have cars, they have tents, they don't have radios. But the folks there at the Warwick Theater will give them or let them use, borrow a radio uh, to listen to. So that is awful uh, cool for those folks up there. Shout out to them at the Warwick Theater for doing for doing that. Uh, Mad Rat said they had about 16 watching one movie and two other groups were further down watching some movies. So he says a really great experience and the staff there were really great and nice to hikers. So that's cool. Really appreciate that. Folks, again, thanks a lot for the folks that reached out to me. Uh, I'm fine. Everything's hunky-dory going with me. Just a lot of stuff going on uh, in the summer. And, uh, hey, that's just the way it is. Looking forward to getting back out on trail and looking forward to sharing my section hike, particularly in Vermud with you. So 
in any case, that's all I got this week for you. As always, appreciate you, and we'll see you out there. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Hope you got some great information out of it. Check out my YouTube channel, Ramdino Roaming the Trails, at the link in the show notes below to see what you may have missed. Subscribe to it and this podcast and do us a real big favor. Give us a good review. Feel free to send me any questions or comments, and if I don't have an answer, I'll make one up. I hope you're able to get out in the woods and go for a hike, and if so, we'll take the time to do it. Maybe take a friend, and if they're not a good friend, maybe get them lost. There's no better place to be lost than in the woods. It's not important how long or how far you go, just go.